Welcome to the Equity Expert Podcast Series. I am Jen Namazi. I am your host today. I'm going to be talking about going virtual and six ways to get the most out of a virtual conference. And the way that I arrived at this idea was I was thinking about how since the COVID-19 pandemic hit, we're all home. And so many of us got thrown into this digital online meeting, web meeting, Zoom meeting, video meeting overnight. And it went kind of like from an occasional meeting like that to every day, sometimes multiple a day meetings like that. And as we approach looking at what's next, a lot of conferences have gone virtual uh, in our industry and beyond. I've attended a virtual conference this summer that was outside of our industry, and I got a lot out of it. And I realized that I probably had a lot of misunderstanding or misconceptions about how these virtual conferences happen and what actually can be done to get the most out of them. So I thought I would take a few minutes to just share some insights that I had learned, and hopefully you will find some value in those as well. So just to set the stage a little bit, I came across some interesting information in my own quest to learn more about how to get more out of an online conference or a virtual conference. And one of them was from a a firm in the technology space called Data Connectors. They put out an infographic on virtual conferences and virtual events and, and learning. And some of the data in there was really surprising to me. First of all, uh, one thing I learned was that by 2021, 80% of all internet traffic, all internet traffic is expected to be video. And video includes things like web and conferencing tools like Zoom and GoToWebinar and GoToMeeting and all, all these meet functions that we're doing online. 80% of internet traffic will be in that form of video or access to video or digesting video. And interestingly, people seem to be getting comfortable with, you know, navigating video and virtual meetings out of necessity for now, but it really seems like this could be a trend that continues on into the future. So another thing that I learned was that when it comes to virtual learning and virtual conferences, I sort of thought maybe it would be a little bit of a step down from being there in the room in person, right? When you attend a session at a conference, you see the speakers right in front of you, you feel the temperature in the room, you feel the energy of the people around you. And I thought, well, that really is going to keep that engagement up. And in many cases, it does. But what I learned was that when it comes to engagement in a virtual conference, 86% of participants reported higher engagement in these virtual conferences because they had access to customized content. So they were able to pick the sessions and choose the sessions that really were most relevant to what they wanted to get out of it. And then as a result, they were more engaged in those experiences and learning. So I was able to dispel some of the thoughts I had about, well, maybe a virtual conference is not going to really be on par with a live event. Of course, we love live events. We love seeing and interacting. We're social creatures as humans. But when we don't have that and when we have other opportunities to go virtual, it shouldn't be discounted. So 
We're going to get to six tips that I have. I'm going to run through these. I just want to put it out there, things that you can do to really make the most of a virtual conference. So the first thing that I would recommend is that you put the sessions you want to attend on your calendar. So, you know, it sounds straightforward. It sounds like, well, why wouldn't I? But when you're at home and you're at your desk all day and these sessions are there kind of on an agenda, it's easy to say, well, oh, I'll get to them. I'll make, I'll attend. And then something urgent comes up and then you end up missing it. So I would put the sessions on your calendar and make sure you really pick what you cannot miss and make sure that that translates onto your calendar. The second tip that I have would be to prioritize your attendance at the virtual conference. So many of us are operating in home environments. We're you know, at home with families and uh, kids and our roommates and other people who live with us. And we've got pets and we've got to make dinner or do you know, household chores or whatever else in addition to working and then attending a conference. And what we don't wanna do is make the virtual conference just another one of many items on the to-do list um, that are equal for that day. I would prioritize attendance just like you do when you leave home to travel to a conference where you get on a plane and you fly and you stay at a hotel and you make arrangements to you know, leave people behind and cover work and do all of that. Same happens at a virtual conference. So come up with a backup plan for urgent work items. Get someone to cover you if something really urgent arises so you don't have to take your focus away from the conference. So the third item is to remove your distractions as much as possible. So we are all wired up these days. We've got computers and mobile devices and all kinds of connectivity, but we really want to minimize those. Uh, just as you might silence your phone in a live conference setting, you want to remove as many distractions as possible in the virtual setting. So things like in act, activating the do not disturb for your computer and your phone notifications, setting up an email auto reply so that if you are slow to respond to something or something does arise that people are well informed that you are engaged in something else important and you will get back to them at the earliest opportunity. So the fourth suggestion I have is to take notes, but really the part B to that is more important. Uh, it's actually to review them. So when you go to a live conference, a lot of times you're staying in a hotel and you know you may have something in the evening after the conference day is done, but generally what happens is you go back to your hotel room after a, a long, exciting day at the conference and you decompress a little bit and then you of mull over what you've learned. I like to personally keep a notebook during a conference. So I, I have a notebook and I have a page in my notebook, a single page where I write down every single action I want to take when I am done with the conference and back in my regular work environment. So if I got a great tip from a session and I'm like, we've got to do that, I will write that on my list. If I, you know, found out about some regulatory thing I didn't know and I've got to go research that, I write that on my list. So taking notes during a virtual conference and having the same kind of decompress and review mechanism at the end of your day before you just jump back into your life, go make dinner or tend to whatever needs to be tended to, that's really important. So I highly recommend just building in a little bit of that personal decompress time so you can really digest what you've learned during that day. The fifth tip that I have is do network and be social. So virtual conferences are not just, you know, people speaking to you and doing presentations 
it's a whole myriad of things happening. So you've got everything from at our conference. I know we have yoga. We have interactive opportunities. We have peer discussions where issuers can talk to other issuers in like a discussion setting for a short burst of time. So there are a lot of opportunities to interact with other people during a virtual conference. Look over the conference agenda, digest the information you receive, and really plan to engage in those opportunities as well. You'll find that you come out networked and engage with people in a way you never even thought was possible. I once heard somebody say that a lot of networking and really important relationship building happens in the hallways at conferences. So it's passing through the hall. It's being in an exhibit hall where you see each other, have conversations. And interestingly, I've also heard people report that the same is true during a virtual conference. In fact, those hallways are much smaller and easier to find people during a virtual conference. You're not having to hunt for them all over a hotel, a large hotel to track them down. So really look for those opportunities and don't shy away. I would just jump right in and engage. And then the sixth tip that I have is plan some time to really take advantage of every session that you want to attend. So a huge perk for a virtual conference is that typically all of the sessions are available on demand. So if you're not able to attend you know, a particular session, you will have access to it on demand. That's a little different than an in-person conference where several concurrent sessions are running and you've got to pick one and attend that one and not be able to attend you know, the other ones that were running concurrently. So I really would say before the end of September, at least for our conference, everyone has on-demand access to all of the sessions. That's a huge value add. That's a great opportunity to really customize what you need to learn about and pull in that information in a way that you may not have had at a live conference. So with that, those are my six tips. I highly encourage everyone to really continue their learning during this time. New norm does not mean we stop learning and we stop growing and we stop trying to find answers. It really means we figure out a new way to connect and a new way to move forward in bringing in information and applying that to our workspace and moving forward. So with that, I hope that you will find these tips valuable. I know I've applied them myself and I really found that they enhanced my conference experience. So with that, I wish you all a fantastic day. If you are interested in more information on the NASPP conference, it is fully virtual. We have over 100 speakers and 45 hours of content. The conference takes place in small bursts between September 1st through 10th. And again, on-demand access to all of the sessions through the month of September. There are a range of topics covered across equity compensation domains. Some of them are COVID-19 and pandemic related, but we have many other mainstream topics. As we know, the world just doesn't stop. We still have day-to-day -day things to figure out, and we will be covering many other topics as well. We have some fantastic keynotes planned. We have a NASCAR champion, Julia Landauer. We have Mel Robbins. We have Sekou Andrews, who is the poetic voice author. I am really excited about these speakers. They are already on my calendar. Uh, I cannot wait to hear from them. I know we can all use a little inspiration right now, and I'm really excited to hear what they have to say. For more information, go to conference.naspp.com. You can subscribe to this podcast either on the NASPP website or through your streaming podcast app on your mobile device. With that, I will wrap this up. 
and wish you all a fantastic day.